Flyers Daily with Jason Mertides. It's a hat trick edition of Flyers Daily. Thrown to the net from that right point. Missing that was Rissalina. The shot that he scored through one on goal. And that found its way between the pads. It was actually Sanheim. And Travis Sanheim's going to get his first goal of the season. Got into the high slot. Sanheim looking to turn in the far circle. Gives it back. Out in front side of the net. They score! It's Cam Atkinson set up by Ristolainen. And Atkinson's got his 10th of the year. Two flyer goals, both set up by Rasmus Ristolainen. And the Flyers lead 2-0. And Reemstack tried to pat it back to the line. Braun shot, he scores! Hits something on the way in. And it ends up behind Mackenzie Blackwood. If it's Braun, it would be his first in 25 games. But the Flyers could care less. They have a 3-0 lead. And Reemstack tried to pat it back to the line. Braun shot, he scores! Hits something on the way in. And it ends up behind Mackenzie Blackwood. If it's Braun, it would be his first in 25 games. But the Flyers could care less. They have a 3 0 lead. Bring Atkinson, another breakaway. Cam Atkinson walking in. Wine shoots. He scores! Cam Atkinson, second of the game. And the Flyers score another shorthanded goal. That's number five on the year. Philadelphia leads it. Four to one. In front, Lindblom with a shot. He scores! Oscar Lindblom got the pass after the Devils failed to get it out of the line. His second goal of the year. Second in five games in the floodgates of Bolton. It's 5-1 Flyers. Here's the centering pass, and they score! And Cam Atkinson has the hat trick! He was right alone in front, and bats home that goal mob pass for his third goal of the game, and the Flyers running away with it now at 6-1. All right, here we go. It is a Wednesday, December 15th edition of Flyers Daily with Jason Martinez. Flyers have now won three straight games. They go winless in 10. Now they've won three straight games. This hockey business is bananas sometimes, but that's the way it, the way it is. And I mean, you look at the league and Ottawa beat last night eight to two the Florida Panthers. That's the NHL, and it's crazy. But the Flyers take a six-one win, second six-one win of the season. First one was the second game of the season against the Seattle Kraken at Wells Fargo Center. Flyers beat Vegas on Friday. They beat the Arizona Coyotes on Saturday, and they come back home and serve it up for the home fans and get two points and a very dominant win. And if you recall, if you listened to yesterday's episode, if you didn't, first of all, I'm very disappointed in you. And secondly, I had really prophetic words to say, Uh, at least I think so. And what I was talking about was the fact that the Flyers this week, in the calendar week, the three games and the three opponents that they were playing— had a combined record of 24-47-9, 80 games total between those teams, and a total of 57 points. And I said that this is an opportunity for the Flyers to do two things. Most importantly is grab two points in the standings in every one of these games, feasibly. Put yourself in a position to win all three of these games and ride that win streak all the way up to five games because these are inferior opponents. When you look at their records this season, and granted, Ottawa got a couple wins lately over some pretty good teams, including that 8-2 win last night over the Florida Panthers, but you can accomplish two things this week when you're playing opponents with that combined record. Number one, you can accomplish getting the two points in each of the games, and number two, you can also 
get your game to where it needs to be going forward so that when you start to face good teams again, and that will happen because it always does, and after the Ottawa game, they faced the Washington Capitals and they faced the Pittsburgh Penguins. So get your game back in these games against these inferior opponents to where it needs to be. Get the details back, the back pressure, uh, moving the puck to moving targets. Get traffic around the net. Have your attack on offense be as a five-man unit. And for the first time in a long time, that game last night against the Devils, that looked like a team with a good process. Now, I know what you're thinking. The Devils are no good. They're not playing well. I understand. And you're not wrong. But you can only control what you can control. You can only beat the teams you're playing, and you can only take care of business and try and get your game in order despite the opponent. And the Flyers against the New Jersey Devils, who, by the way, beat them twice during the 10-game winless streak, including last Wednesday when they shut the Flyers out 3 to nothing. But the Flyers came out, and they took care of business. And the detail was there. Sean Couturier is starting to look a lot more like Sean Couturier. Travis Konechny has been buzzing lately. When you look at this game, they got a goal from Travis Sanheim, his first of the season. Rasmus Ristolainen, multiple assists in the first period. James Van Riemsdyk has been producing points. Cam Talbot has a hat trick. I mean, this is what this team is. They are a sum-of-the-parts team that needs to get contributions from multiple players offensively including their blue line. Just because your position is defense doesn't mean that when you're on offense, you're not offensive. Justin Braun got a goal in this game by throwing a puck to the net. Really, he gets the goal because Giroux waves his stick to try and deflect it. And I think Giroux may have pulled the stick back on purpose, knowing it was too high. But that took the eyes away from Mackenzie Blackwood on a lob. Uh, Also, so you get a goal from Justin Braun. You get a goal from Travis Sanheim. You get multiple assists from Rasmus Ristolainen. Provorov had two assists in the game. Oscar Lindblom scored a goal. Atkinson had three goals and an assist. This is the sum of all parts offense that we're talking about. And you saw it on total display in this game. Flyers in the game, absolutely uh, start to finish. There was a a stretch in the second period where the Devils had some pushback for about six or seven minutes. Some pretty good pushback and put a lot of pressure on the Flyers. And Carter Hart just calmly handled the situation. And that's what you rely on your goaltender to do. And when you look at shots in this game, the Flyers outshot the Devils 30-27. to uh, Hart makes 26 saves on 27 shots. Not a great night for Mackenzie Blackwood. 24 saves on 30 shots. But the Flyers came out and did exactly what they needed to do. And confidence can swell. And like we talked about on Flyers Daily on a couple of occasions now, that things in hockey can change very quickly. The bounces of the puck, all of a sudden they seem to go your way. Sometimes all of a sudden they seem to not go your way. And confidence can come back really quickly. And you just hope you can get Joel Farabee back. And it looks like he is ahead of schedule, which is great. You hope you can get Ryan Ellis back just as the team is starting to swell with confidence again. And they're not too far out of it. 
to have this season be saved. This happened very early in the season, and I'm not saying they're fixed. They got a lot of work to do. And we're going to play Mike Yo in a couple minutes, and one of the things he said in this press conference I thought was really interesting. He said, we had to have to talk with the guys tomorrow to let them know that the reason they got the result they got last night because they, cause they worked really hard to get it. So you can't think that everything's fixed and because the minute you think everything's fixed, then maybe your work level drops off. And if your work level drops drops off, you'll find out that it's not fixed. And that if you want to have this kind of result, then the work that has to go into it, the detail of the game that has to go into it, is what is going to, to get these kind of results. And the minute you lay back on that in this league, you find yourself on the other side. So I thought that was really interesting that Mike Yo said that. It's very coach speaky, but it's not wrong. So I like that that detail that he talks about and reemphasizing that with it. a group that probably still has elements of fragility to it because of what they just went through. Three wins does not erase it, but it does forge a new day. So Mike Yo, uh, I thought that was interesting. We'll play him in just a couple minutes at the end of this episode. But uh, the Flyers, with the two points, they jump ahead of the New Jersey Devils. Each team's played 27 games. Flyers now with 26 points. The Devils with 25 points. Flyers have a record of 11, 12, and 4. The Devils now with a record through 27 games of 10, 12, and 5, and 25 points. Devils have lost three straight. Flyers have won three straight. Each one of these teams has played three games since they met last Wednesday. The Devils have lost all of theirs. The Flyers have won all of theirs. Flyers beat Vegas, Flyers beat Arizona, and the Flyers beat the Devils. So they're moving in the right direction. They're just three points back now of the Columbus Blue Jackets, but the Blue Jackets do have a game in hand. So a lot of work to be done. Things are not fixed, but from a process standpoint, from a possession standpoint, from the details of how to play the game correctly, the Flyers passed with flying colors last night. I know the Devils are not a great team, and they're not a great team right now, but still, that was a big step in the right direction. Someone tweeted me, Tom Sloan, and he said, that seemed like one of those games you've been mentioning on Flyers Daily, a game that looks like a team ready to pop off a few wins. Yeah, it did. Absolutely, it did. Especially when you have Montreal and Ottawa coming up. When they get to Washington, let's see where they are then, because that's a different challenge. Now, they beat Washington earlier this season on the road 2-1. to one. They played Pittsburgh one time this season. They lost 3-2 in overtime. Those two games were back-to-back last time as well, although in an in inverted order. They played Pittsburgh on the road, and then that Saturday, they went and they faced Washington on the road as well. They get Washington at home. That's a week from, t- from yesterday. So we'll see where they stand at that time. But if they keep the detail of the game, the intensity level, uh, the goaltending, the structure, and all of those things, then yeah, this is a team that could pop off a few more wins. And they need to because they're so far behind in the standings as a result of that 10-game winless skid and the fact that the final six games of that uh, were in regulation, so they didn't grab a point in those games despite maybe losing them in overtime or a shootout. So uh, they've dug a hole. Is it an insurmountable hole? No. Uh, Do they need to keep winning games and take care of business against teams like the New Jersey Devils, the Montreal Canadiens, and the Ottawa Senators? Absolutely. And can they do that? If they play like they played last night, then yes, they can. And if they keep getting the goaltending they're getting from Carter Hart and Martin Jones, then yes, they can. So, And once they get some bodies back, Joel Farabee, Ryan Ellis, 
Uh, Kevin Hayes is looking better and better each and every game. But let's get to the man of the night. He was the number one star. He had a four-point night. And I believe on uh, the pregame show with Brian Smith, I picked two players to score goals in the game. I picked Travis Konechny. He did not. I also picked Cam Atkinson. I said I just felt like Atkinson was going to start scoring again. I only picked him to score one goal. He scored three. But I had a chance to catch up with him off the ice after the game. The name now is Cam Hackinson. What do you think of that? You know what? Uh, it's a good feeling, obviously. Uh, I think we, you know, I'm just happy that we played the right way. Um, you know, I think we've been doing that and showing it the last couple of games. And we all get rewarded when we play the right way. What, what does it mean for you personally and you as a group, of, uh, as a team, to come away the last three games with wins, but also the offense has come alive? Yeah, it's, it's important for us. Um, you know, we went through a tough, tough stretch there, and obviously we're, we're all competitors and we all want to win. And, um, you know, sometimes you just kind of got to look in the mirror and take a step back and get back to, you know, playing with structure. And I think we've been doing that. And like I said, we've been getting rewarded. How do you just keep the focus going forward to, to carry the confidence and everything that you guys are doing, the details that you guys are executing with now, how to take that forward going into Thursday and then Saturday and beyond? You just got to take a day at a time, but uh, watch film, see what we did well. Uh, just keep trying to improve every day. Uh, Cam, I predicted you would score in the pregame show, but I didn't say three. But I predicted you'd score tonight, so you have me to thank a little bit. Just keep predicting, and I think that's good. Real good offensive performance from Cam Atkinson. Both he and Claude Giroux, by the way, Giroux's passing in the game was frankly absurd. He made some passes in this game, setting up teammates and getting teammates into open ice with just some miraculous passes. He's such a good playmaker still, and it just it doesn't seem to be dropping off in any, in any way. But each uh, Drew and Atkinson finish a plus five in the game. I thought that Rasmus Ristolainen was really good as well. And I asked him after the first period when I interviewed him, about second period actually, about the couple of assists that he got and – you know, contributing offensively for this team. This is a guy that had over 40 points four years in a row. And he said, my first job is defense, but, you know, I like to jump up on the play, and, and when uh, I get an opportunity to, I'm like my 18-year-old self. But he said it with, like, a real devilish grin. Uh, he's, been, he's been good defensively. He finished a lot of checks in the game, and that's one of the big assets that he brings. Uh, but he can also contribute offensively, and I think we've seen that. He made a really good play at the end of the first period on a two-on-one. So even the two assists in the first period, while they're great, the play he made defensively on the two-on-one, I think, was his play of of the period. So uh, good on Rasmus for doing that, and he seems to be settling in very nicely for the Philadelphia Flyers. Let's get to the head coach, though. Uh, Mike Yo had a chance to address the media after the game, and here's what he had to say. Mike, can you give us uh, an update on the morning of what happened with him? Yeah, um, well, obviously, I thought he had a good start to the game, and then I was told uh, um, due to COVID-19 protocols that he had to be removed from the game. So um, that's all I have for you right now. I, I I know that we'll have more on him and his status tomorrow morning. Four checks seemed to really set the tempo early in this game, and it really continued for much of the game. Is, is that something that you really kind of noticed? Yeah, I think that that's uh, that's going to be – that's what we want to be a big part of our game. You know, we want to – we. You know, said it right from the start. We want to be a team that's hard to play against. And uh, um, you look at the physicality that we brought off that four check. Um, and it's not just about running around. Uh, you know, you want to make sure that uh, um, you know you finish your checks and make it hard on the opposing defenseman and and uh, and invest in the game that way. Uh, but it's about recovering pucks. And uh, our first two goals are pretty good examples of that. I think. 
you talked about it being a, a you know work in progress, you know, taking over and kind of moving the team in the direction you want them to go. Yeah. This was obviously an example where you can see the progress because you guys played this team last week, yeah. struggle mightily, and then tonight yeah. play well. What are you seeing in terms of differences that game versus this game against the same team? Well, obviously, a lot more energy. I thought, you know, one of the things we talked about before the game was again that this is a team that uh, um, they've had our number and uh, and treated as a division game. Um, you know, we wanted to make sure we played this game with an edge. I thought our guys did that, um, and uh, and so yeah, and and it still is a work in progress. You know, even though we got the win tonight, um, you know, now we have to continue to build off it. And, and there is still moments in the game that there's many moments where we can point to and say, this is, this is what happens when we do it. And there's still opportunities for us to show, um, you know, if, if we're not doing it. So uh, again, we, our mindset every single day has to continue to grow our game, continue to build it. And, uh, and the confidence that we can have coming out of that is, uh, is huge. Is there a sense of relief, though? Obviously, you guys got the two wins last week, but you know, you guys haven't had a dominating win like this since yeah. October. Well, I think, I, like, I, I, another thing we talked about is we wanted to have a really good home game, and we haven't had one of those in a long time, too. And so, uh, for our fans, for our guys to play the way that they did in front of our crowd, that was big. Um, but, uh, but yeah, no, it's uh, it, it, it's a good game. And now I think what we have to make sure is that the guys, you know, what, what as a coaching staff, what we're going to make sure is that they realize the result is, is, you know, that came because of their hard work. And, uh, and I think that we have to make sure that, that they understand how hard we worked in order to have that result and how hard we need to work for the next game to continue that. So, uh, you know, if we, if we start to feel a little bit too good about ourselves and, and think that we're there all of a sudden, then, um, then we'll probably, you know, have a little bit of a reminder that, that we're not quite there, but if, uh, if we can look at that work and look at what, uh, what that does for us and, and, uh, and how we look as a team, when we bring that, then, uh, then I think that we have a chance to continue to build here. Like the last few games, seems like your defense, especially tonight, was really engaged offensively. Is that by yeah. design? Well, I don't think you can have success in the game without your defense being part of the offense. And uh, what I liked about it tonight is that they weren't forcing the issue, you know, and, and you look at the, the offense that came from our blue line tonight, a lot of it was literally from the blue line. You know, they, it's, not like, uh, it's not like they were forcing the issue up the ice. They're getting caught in bad positions and then they're back checking. And, and uh, you know, I think that if, if they're playing the game the right way, then the game should be in front of them. And if our forwards are, you know, I thought our forwards did an outstanding job tonight um, of playing the game in front of our defensemen creating turnovers, um, you know, and, and when that happens, playing in the offensive zone, opening up time and space for them up top and, uh, and obviously recovering those pucks, getting them to them. So, um, you know, I'll just say it, everything's always connected. You know, your defense is not going to have success without, uh, you know, your forwards and vice versa. So it was, uh, it was, it was nice to see that tonight. Mike, I know you'd probably rather not be dealing with the amount of injuries has but how much have you seen Max Roman step up in his opportunity yeah you know he, he he's he's showing me something right now and uh when I had a conversation with him uh I don't even know what <laughs> whether it was two years ago now or two days ago but uh you know when I had a conversation with him you know as far as moving him up to that line uh it was a great opportunity for him but I wanted to make sure 
that he understood what he needed to do. And he's chipping pucks in, he's forechecking, he's being physical, uh, he's recovering pucks, he's shooting pucks, he's playing well uh, defensively, he's not complicating the game, it's not like he's trying to toe drag guys at the blue line and that's why he's ha having success. Um, you know, to me, it looks like he's a guy who's kind of starting to figure out what his identity is as a, as a player and how he can be successful in this league. For a second, yeah. players, get, players get tested regularly. Is there any urgency to perhaps uh, shorten the timeline to the next scheduled test? Yeah, I mean, obviously, we'll, we'll have some of these conversations. Like, you know, when that happened tonight, this was obviously, you know, we're aware of what's going on around the league and uh, and everyone's health is, is obviously, uh, um, you know, at, at, at the top of our list of what's most important as well as making sure that uh, we take the right precautions here. So um, we're obviously going to have some, some discussions about that and see, I'm not sure what the league's going to do. I'm not sure what we're going to do. Um, you know, when that happened, it, you know, obviously it caught my attention, but at the same time, we were pretty immersed in the game. So uh, we don't really have much on that right now. Big blowout game. You know, it's easy to overlook the work of the goaltender. Yeah, you're talking about things are connected. Too. How, how big was Carver tonight? Well, players? I think I think all you have to do. I thought that uh, you know we came out. We had a great start. Uh, beginning the second period, we, you know we weren't bad, and then uh, they scored a goal, and uh, and all of a sudden it's two one and Hartsey made a few really, really big saves. And, uh, and then we got a penalty kill and obviously penalty killers did a great job. We score a shorthanded goal and then everybody can kind of settle back in and, and find their game. So, um, you know, even though, uh, uh, like you said, what the score was, I thought Hartsey really did his job tonight. He was real solid for us. Just to clarify, on Morgan, he was tested earlier today, but the result didn't come back to the I, first period. All I know is that uh, I was told that he had to be removed from uh, COVID protocol, and uh, and that again that that we'll know more tomorrow. So that's Thank all you. I got for you. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. So the big news too for Mike Yo is that Morgan Frost is now was pulled off the ice because of COVID-19 protocol. So we'll have some more answers tomorrow. I assume that Morgan's going to take another test. If he's positive, then obviously he won't be available for a period of time. He's obviously asymptomatic. Uh, but the team, before they go to Montreal, they all have to test. The players test regularly anyway. Um, but he was pulled off the ice after two shifts, and I think a minute 15 of ice, ice time in the game. And um, couldn't get back in, obviously, because he didn't pass the, the COVID test. So we'll get more details on Morgan Frost coming up uh, perhaps as soon as this morning. So uh, hopefully he can get back in the lineup. It's got to be frustrating for Morgan after the shoulder injury last year and only playing in two games. And now he's dealing with COVID-19 protocol and the, and the league's dealing with it uh, quite uh, heavily right now, unfortunately. But everybody, thanks for listening to this episode of Flyers Daily. We'll have another brand new one for you coming up tomorrow. And we'll preview tomorrow. The Flyers and La Habitant as the Flyers head to Montreal to take on the Canadians all tomorrow on a brand new Flyers Day.